Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And I want to welcome you back to episode 13. Unlucky number 13. We just yeah, had a Friday the 13th as well. Right, it was, it was a casual Friday of the 13th for me. You know, I just I just killed a few people here and there. In your in your undies? Yeah. Or is well, it you business know. casual Friday the thirteenth? Oh no, I don't I don't do business casual. I don't like khakis. I bet blood's hard to get out of khakis. Uh, it really depends. Peroxide really helps get any kind of blood out of fabric. Fair enough. But um I don't know, do you you watch any uh like horror Scary things for Friday the Thirteenth. I I did not I did not I actually spent most of the day with the kids. So if it was scary, it was scary because it's like I can't believe this is dumb. <laughs> I uh... we've been watching Inspector Gadget with the girls, like the new Netflix original series. Okay, and it is just as good as like the original is, I'd say. Uh huh. But that's not saying much. Didn't we have a discussion about this, and you were all like, "Oh no, we're not going to watch that." We just started watching it. They were wanting something new, and okay. I thought it would be safe. And it's just it's just all about keeping, you know, women in their place because Inspector Gadget just always gets the credit for whatever Penny and Brain does. <laughs> um Yeah. I uh I spent my Friday the thirteenth at work and then on the road. I am currently in Michigan. Oh, what are you doing with those Michiganders up there? Well, I'm going to be working remotely, <laughs> and Becca's going to be spending time with her family, so... Oh, good. Everybody wins. Yeah, I guess. This this different time zone from work thing kind of sucks, though, because I'm, I'm an hour ahead, which means I'm working until, like, 7.30 here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, time differences are really weird. We should be like China, just one, one time zone, the entire country. Agreed. How big is China? How many times should China be? I think it's three or four. <laughs> it, it's comparable in size to the United States, I think. Alright, anyway. Um, welcome to episode 13. And uh, this is the Media Monday show. Um, and we talk about TV and movies and... Sometimes other things, but mostly TV and movies and and news around things that have to do with TV and movies sometimes. Yeah, yeah. We, we try to keep our fingers to the pulse and try to put some information out there that maybe some people haven't heard about. I mean, it's mostly like what TV shows and things are coming up, but as far as like news stuff goes, really it's only things that, that matter to us specifically. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, usually it's stuff involving Movie Pass. Right. So let's jump into the news. Movie Pass. Yeah, Movie Pass officially has rolled out peak pricing. It has me angry. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think this is their ploy, though. I think this is their way of saying to movie theaters, "See, we made it so that on a Friday night, people didn't go see your nine thirty showing." Mm-hmm. And instead, they went to your 8.45 showing, or they went to your 10.20 showing. So we can control people, and we can make it so that you have a really bad Friday. So you don't have to deal with the with the, the surge pricing, right? Because you're, you're on the year subscription? 
I am. I am. I'm currently grandfathered in for everything right now. Does so it still show it. up in your app? Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm a completely different market than you. That's true. And right now, I couldn't even look it up if I wanted to because it only shows things that are happening today and all the movie theaters. Right, yeah, up. yeah. Um, but I have not personally seen it yet. Okay, so here in Michigan, all of Ant-Man and the Wasp, all of Hotel Transylvania 3 was all surge pricing from like the point where I looked and on. It wasn't like this one showing. It was... Wow. All of them. That's that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And it was yeah. like two dollars and fifty five cents is how much they're gonna charge me to Yeah, that's to that's see. pretty ridiculous. Um no I haven't seen it, but then again, like I, I went and saw the movie Ant Man and Wasp on like, Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that even at any time I would have gone, I don't think it would have been peak pricing. Right. I mean if it does then I just call BS on that. But yeah, so I don't know that they're filtering them from like one showing to another as much as they're filtering them away from specific movies. I mean, that that very well might be it. In certain markets, I, I bet you they're doing that. And it's like, hey, this is how much business you'll be losing if you don't have Movie Pass. Yep. Or if Movie Pass just suddenly decides to you know villain it out and. And be all like, yeah, this is this is what we're going to do. You give us money on these showings or else we'll make people go see the movies on other days and you're going to ruin your opening weekend box office. So, yeah, I see what you're saying there. Um, I, uh, Beck and I were discussing it. And I'm, I'm almost sold on switching to Cinemia. Is, is that the one where you can see, like, three movies you want at all a month? Yeah, so you can do, um, you can do, like, a, a family pass thing, like, a couples. So, like, you can choose, like, up to, like, two to six people, and it'll just change the number of the amount of the thing. Um, but if you do, you can do three movies that do 3D, IMX, everything, all that stuff. You can push, purchase your tickets in advance using, like, Fandango and Adam and all those apps and things. Yeah. And um, it's just, like, normal credit card as far as, like, requirements go. And um, and so uh, it is uh, $30 a month for two people for three movies a month. So, so you're you're paying like five dollars a ticket. Yeah, five dollars a film. That's not that's not that bad. No, that's not terrible at all. No. And and honestly, we've not been watching more than like two a month. Yeah. The other option we thought about doing was uh buying each of us buying the um the couples pass for two um, two D two D movies and getting four two D movies a month between us for and that's uh it's thirteen ninety nine for two two D movies I think for yeah for two people so that's four tickets for thirteen ninety nine yeah that's that's not a bad deal either yeah so it'd be like twenty eight dollars for four two D movies yeah. 
and and I like the so like what's really been keeping me from going to movies is the fact that like um I don't know like I, I haven't been in the mood to go to the Malco it's a bit of a drive and uh, it's not a bit of a drive it's it is a bit of a drive but it's it's a it's in a different direction than where I'm normally driving to so it feels longer than sure like if you if you leave out after work then it's probably yeah like if I go directly from work then I'm I'm driving like you know like. 45 minutes in one direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. But the thing is, like, from our old neighborhood... Right. Um, it's definitely the closest theater, and it's not, like, distance-wise. It's just time-wise, just simply because you can hop on the interstate, and there's usually not nearly as much traffic. But I like the uh, I like the recliners at the Regal Theater. Yeah, those um, are always really nice. I, I, like, I, I like the reserve seating if I can get the seats I want. That's always the trick, though, isn't it? Um, and the thing is, with with Movie Pass, you have to get there like a half hour, forty five minutes early, and hope that everybody else with Movie Pass shows up a little bit later. Well, can, and Movie Pass, can you show up like earlier in the day and buy tickets? Yeah, early? you can, but so that just requires a lot of planning ahead. It it does, and and you can't. You have to have your phone to do it. So like, I can't. I can't send Becca to get us two tickets because you well, got to be with. You it. just have to hand her your phone and be right. <laughs> so that doesn't work. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, like, I would not be surprised if Movie Patch rolled out like a couples thing. They they recently said that they thought about like uh, you can buy multiple tickets on one Movie Pass, mm-hmm. and you just be charged the extra ticket. Yeah. And so I wouldn't be surprised about that. I think that's an easy thing for them to roll out. I yeah, if they could do couples, then then I, I do also I see would that do system one really bad. Do what? I do see that system being abused really bad. Like scalpers will love that, you know. It's like, oh, I bought five tickets. Yeah. You know. I can see. Hmm. I don't know, but um. Yeah. So um. Thinking about switching. Oh yeah, yeah. You you go ahead and play the field. I'm going to keep mine for at least another six months. I think is what I'm right. for. And then after that, I don't know. I'll probably end up going to something else. Because with Movie Pass, it does seems to it does seem to be they're trying to discourage people from going to movies as much as they can. Right. And and that's that's how they keep their money. <laughs> yeah. Because you've never had to verify your ticket, though, right? No, I, I have to. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've had to do that, and I I really see I see one movie a week, if that. I've had to do that since Solo was the first movie I saw that they made me do that. And they made me do that, and they did not make Becca do that when we went and saw the same movie at the same time. And then the <laughs> next movie, they started making Becca do it. So that so was kind of weird. Updated yet? Yeah. But like, I don't know. That's I think that's kind of crappy as well. So I don't know. Yeah, I, getting, I also don't see how that. I'm getting disenfranchised with Movie Pass. I I just don't see how that discourages people from not trying to cheat the system because you just like, hey, hold on to your ticket stub so I can take a picture of it later. Right. I mean, it does. I guess it discourages people from actually scalping in the sense of like handing it over to a stranger. I don't know. You just take a picture of the stub when you first get it, and 
Yeah, I guess. But it's still just very weird and frustrating. I don't know. But still, I I'm not going to complain because you know I'm seeing movies on the cheap and I got right. the, I got also I don't have to actually worry about any of the craziness they're experimenting with. Like Becca doesn't like the idea of of not having unlimited. And I mean, but that's what that's what they're doing too, aren't they? They're, they're going to a, a plan where they're going to have three movies a month anyway, right? That's that's currently available for seven ninety five a month. Ah, two dollars a month more, and you get unlimited. Yeah, I would like it if you could go back and see the same movie again, though. Right? Because there have been a couple of times where it's like, yeah, I'll go see Infinity Wars again. Or yeah, definitely. Something along those lines. You know, there's nothing else that's showing right now that I can see. But you know, there's there's been a couple movies where I you know felt like I could just go see it again. Yeah. And I understand that that system is easily abused, but you know they're making me take pictures of my ticket stub and everything anyway. So, right. I mean, eventually it's going to be like, all right, now you're going to hold your phone up so it records the movie the entire time. <laughs> yes, um, I do that I, anyway. Yeah, I mean, you got to make some money somehow. The movie passage is <laughs> scamming us left and right. Um, so, Fantasy Movie League. Yeah. Currently number one overall, and I was number one for the week. Yeah, Becca's angry. Yeah, what, what happened with Becca? It looked like she actually tried. Um, so, like, she she's upset that she forgot to do it, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, because yeah, really she won last week. Yeah, she did. She did. That's, that's why we didn't record last week, because I didn't want to give her the satisfaction of saying that she won. And, um, yeah, like, where are we at on this week? You're at number one. Mm-hmm. Where am I? I'm pulling it up here. Do, 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 do. Media Monday show, which you guys can join us in the Fantasy Movie League. At, yeah, uh, join us. Uh, uh, dethrone me if you can. <laughs> it's, uh, let's see here. I am number two for the week. Yeah, you're number two, uh, followed by, I believe, your brother. And Becca's bringing up the rear. Yeah. Like yesterday's, exp- or, uh, what's it called? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Estimated box office? Estimations, yes. Yesterday's estimations had Becca winning. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and she was, like, we were within, like, like, I was 180,000 ahead of you. Yeah. And then she was, like, 2.5 million ahead of me. And then, like, Sean was in last. And it looks like me having um, what movie is that? Three uh, identical strangers. Strangers has really helped me out a lot. Yeah, it, it seems that's it's labeled as the the star, the the best performing one of the weekend. It is. For, it is. It's the best bang for the buck. Um, and but I also had three Whitney's, which apparently is the worst money. Yes. Um, bringing in only five hundred thousand dollars, and I had three of those. But I was just kind of filling out my Cineplex too. Yeah. That. I don't really care about that. Um, 
But yeah, please come and join us. Uh, we're uh, we're the Media Monday show on Fantasy Movie League, and the password is Gino, G-E-N-O, as in not John, but Gino, G-E-N-O. So please come and join us, see if you can dethrone me. I think uh, I think the season's going to wrap up in a couple weeks, right? Is it 10 weeks? I think it's, I don't know. Um, let me see here. It is 14 weeks for the summer. Okay. So we are halfway through. Yeah, we're halfway through. So see if you can come catch up and, and dethrone me. I, I bet you can't because I'm too amazing. Yeah, you're like 70-something million ahead of Becca, and she's angry about it. Yeah, she should be. Because she's, yeah. she's won half of them. She, she has. <laughs> and I've lost quite a few of them. I've been in fourth place, but it's, it's, those, it's those big money-making weeks where I tend to pull, tend to pull ahead. Yep. Where I'm thirty million dollars ahead of her. Yeah. So, um, let's go ahead and jump into new releases. Unless yep. you've got anything else you want to discuss. Nope, sounds good. Uh, uh, Netflix has a couple different things coming up. Yeah. So I was looking at some of these earlier. There's uh, Amazing Interiors. Um, it's one of those HGTV sort of shows uh, where they have like. I don't know. It's it's a little more than HGTV. It's more of a travel channel sort of show, I guess. In that, like they're they're kind of fancy style. Yeah. Like um, they had like one that was like uh, like decorated to be Cubs themed, and like so they're not like like you know like your your normal like classy interior. They're 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 designed to be themed and to be. Like, I don't know, there's, like, a stained glass one, there's a... Oh, yeah, and it's, like, all kinds of extreme stuff, like, people who have, like, a Skyrim kind of... Yeah. Along those lines. So, it's it's kind of cool. It's, like, it, you, the houses look normal on the outside, but then once you get inside, it's something completely different. That, that's most basements I've ever been in. <laughs> um, the other show is a television series, Dark Tourist, right? Or is it a movie? Uh, it's a series. Okay, that's what I thought, Dark Tourists. Other than it being a series, I actually don't know much about it. Um, and it, it didn't seem you knew it was a series either, so. <laughs> um, I was 50-50. Uh, 50-50. Uh, so it is um, a guy that is going out and um, touring areas and things that are death-related. Okay. Like, he literally goes out on a battlefield like you know like to see what that's like he uh um i don't know they show him like covered in like i don't know it looks like leeches or something and like like he he does like there's like voodoo kind of graveyard kind of it's i don't know there's one part where he's like touring a facility where like people were executed and yeah, all kinds of weird dark yeah. stuff. So there's there's that. Um, I might watch an episode of that just to see what it's like. But if it's if it's too creepy, then I'm I'm out. Well, just make sure you keep the lights on and you know right. <laughs> don't watch it with headphones on. 
Um, Hulu has Castle Rock coming out this month, and I'm yeah. kind of excited for this. And I I wrote down things that are absolutely going to make you not excited. I can tell. But yeah, well, what... <laughs> uh, it's because it's a television series, correct? Yes, it is. And it's being produced by the Bad Robot, specifically J.J. Abrams, right? Yep. In which he's never done a good television series, period. And it's the story based upon the works of Stephen King, correct? Yep. And I, honestly, I think Stephen King's all right as long as he's not actually involved. Like, I like it when he gives somebody an idea and they take it and run with it. Like Kubrick's The Shining, um, The Green Mile... You know, that's just based upon one of his short stories. Uh, even It, you know, It is all right, but they don't take... They leave a lot of the stuff that was in his books behind. I think he's really good at ideas and concepts. I don't think he's good at, like, dialogue. I don't think that he's good at, like, painting a picture. So, um... And so this is going to be canceled. I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm calling it right now. <laughs> It's going to be canceled somewhere between the second and third season. Okay, maybe. But it's um, it, I think it's like each different episode are different characters, and then they all kind of mix in and out. Of and it's all set in Castle Rock, is what it is. Well, yeah, it's it's all part of his extended universe, isn't it? I think so. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, it's, it's a horror series, so I'm not sure that I will, I don't know, I, I might give it a try, just because I've, I've heard a lot about it, and I'm kind of, I'm interested to see how it goes, but I'll tell if you it's, what, if, they're, if they're able to get two seasons in, and people are like, this is good, then I will start watching it, <laughs> but otherwise, no, J.J. Abrams is not my trust, I mean, I'm, I'm even dropping Westworld, are you? Yeah, I just it it's too much. They're just there's they're setting it up to go on forever, and it's going to be canceled. Did you finish season two? No, I'm not going to. You're not going to? Okay. Yeah. They're just asking too many questions, not giving any answers. It's lost all over again. And quite frankly, J.J. Abrams, I I don't have any faith. I mean, I have no faith in him as a television producer. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, HBO is coming out with Sharp Things, which is the same writer that did Gone Girl. Okay. And uh, it's a it's a mini series. It's like I think six episodes or something along those is lines. This, is this one of those uh, produced by Reese Witherspoon things? I don't know necessarily about that. She did produce uh, Gone Girl, did she not? Um, I don't think I don't know that she did, but she did like the the. Um, the, the Lies, what, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called. Um, um, but it's it's based upon the same... Uh, uh, it's based uh, upon the same author as Gone Girl. And uh, apparently Big Little it, Lies. Um, and it's, it's, it's the same director as Big Little Lies. Okay. Four Sharp Objects. Okay. Which makes but me I, think I, that it is produced by... Nope, it is not a... Witherspoon production? Not a Witherspoon thing. Um, but it, uh, according to Sarah, the, the story is really just difficult to get through. And she, I don't, I don't know if she stopped reading it or if it was just too much for her. Right. But she's not interested in seeing the series and Gone Girl was just really just draining. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know if it's something I actually want to watch. But it's got uh, but Amy Adams. Adams in it. Yeah. It's got Amy Adams, and it's got like a huge, really good cast. And even that, like, even Sarah's like, even though it's Amy Adams and it's a really good writer, that, you know, wrote the story, I, I don't think that I'm just going to watch it. And so I don't have any draw to watch it. Okay. Um, let's see here. Things on traditional TV. Uh, Shark Week's coming up. Thought I'd mention that. Yeah, I, I've never seen a single Shark Week. No? In like the 15, 20 years. There are people that get like cakes made and stuff. and they... I, I understand that. I, I actually yeah. have no interest in, I, in Shark I, uh, I like Unless watching the... Followed by cellos. I don't the really Mythbusters care. The Mythbusters episodes of Shark Week were kind of cool. I guess, I guess I've seen the Mythbuster episodes of Shark Week, but yeah. I've never specifically like Shark Week other stuff. That's that was me watching the Mythbusters, and they happened to be doing something else, as right. opposed to watching the Mythbusters because they're covering this. Right. Uh, let's see here. The History Channel has uh, a new. It's a, it's a. I'm putting in quotes here. A new show called In Search of. Are you familiar okay. with the old show In Search of? No. It was. Um, it was In Search of Bigfoot and all that kind of stuff. Let me find out here. It is a television series that was broadcast from 77 to 82, the, devoted to mysterious phenomena. So it was in search of Bigfoot. And, um, yes, like UFOs, Bigfoot, and Loch Ness Monster were mentioned in it. Isn't that all the History Channel is now? But um, it was originally narrated by Rod Sterling. Okay. And then uh, he died, and Leonard Nimoy took over. Oh, so this is just a death curse show. Who's narrating it now? Uh, Zachary Quinto. Oh, he's a dead man. The, you know, the new Spock. The new Spock. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. This is going to be the end of him. I like him. <laughs> but, um, I mean... Yeah, so, like, I, I thought that was kind of cool that new stock is, Spock is taking up old Spock's job from... I believe he established that in the first movie. So, um, yeah, so I thought I'd mention that. Uh, also, the History Channel is having a special that I thought was interesting. Uh, it's Sniper, the Unlimited Competition, the Ultimate Competition. Unlimited the unlimited competition. competition. Yes, snipe everyone. Uh, 30 competitors around the globe. Each one of them has one gun and one bullet. <laughs> Who will be the final one surviving? The unlimited competition. Yes. I, uh, I anyway. do like a lot of the I do like a lot of the shooting competition shows. Mm -hmm. I I, uh, I thought you might. That's why I put it on there. Yeah. Uh, what, what was the uh, uh, American Gun or what was what was that show? It was a competition show. It was like Survivor. I don't know. Um, oh, there there was one show and it was it was actually starring Kobe from Survivor. Like he's the he's the host. And what they do is they put, like, these 20 guys together, and then you compete, and then at the end of your com uh, competition, you get to vote somebody into the uh, into the challenge, and they've got to fight somebody else, the two bottom people or whoever. And whoever comes out gets to come back. 
and they get to use all these really cool weapons, and some of them are like ancient things like bows and addle addles. I don't. I I tried googling for it and I googled the wrong thing and I I wasn't getting anywhere. Um, okay. Because I was like, okay, it's a show about shooting. It's like Survivor, but no, shooting Survivor is something completely different. <laughs> shooting Survivors will get you a much different result. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to like that kind of stuff. I also like. Um, uh, forged in fire, you know, where they make knives. Yeah. I like I like that kind of reality television. So let's see here. There's a show on CW called Burden of Truth. Uh it's a Canadian legal drama. And I don't know if that means it takes place in Canada and we're learning about the Canadian legal system. Or if it the show is it's probably more accurately the show is made in Canada. And what's the United States legal system? I, I don't know. I, I might see a show about like Canadian courts, right? Uh, I don't know anything about them, but I, I honor. Uh, I would like to maybe apologize for bringing this guy right. up on charges. <laughs> uh, that's but the, the show is called Top Shot. That's the. the, the that's the um, the the sentence is handed down. It's like three stories and two hail marys and. That's right. Three stories and two uh, about some poutine. <laughs> if, if we had any Canadian listeners, they've they've officially given up on us. I don't think I've seen any downloads from Canada. So okay, well now we're definitely not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the 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 show that I was talking about was Top Shots. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's it's starring the Colby guy from Survivor. It, it's a really fun show. It does get a little, like, drama-y, but I think that's what they intend it to be. But still, it does come down to, like, skill versus skill in the eliminations, which is okay. Um, Comedy Central is doing a roast of Bruce Willis. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I felt the need to put that down, but... I've not seen any of the recent roasts, but I do actually tend to like them. The yeah. last one I saw was the roast of Adam Sandler, and it was bad because it was during the writer's strike. Okay, well, that was a long time ago. Well, I know, I know, but it was just really badly produced. All the jokes were not very good, um, and Adam Sandler was just really aggressive uh, when it got up to be his turn. Like he, I, I actually thought I saw like a tear come out of Rob Schneider's eyes <laughs> when it was his turn to be roasted. And so I don't know, but Bruce Willis—he's got a lot of material, and right. I, I think that you know he's pretty good fodder. I I I might actually tune that in sometime. Yeah, and then there's a show called Making It on NBC. I this one is actually like a day into our next cycle, but I I, I wanted to bring it up. Um, okay, it is described as the Great British Bake Off show. You know, like. That show, what's it called? Yeah. The Great, Great British, British Bake Off. Show? Yeah. Uh, Bake Off. It's described like that, but with more like felt and and hot oh, so it's like crafting. And, yeah, it's crafting. Okay, that's and it's cool. it's hosted like by Amy Poehler and oh, really? um, what's his name? Uh, Offerman. Uh, Nick Offerman? Yeah. So, so Ron Swanson yes. and Leslie Nope yes. are, are hosting a crafting show. Yes. That's that's fun. I think I might actually tune into that. Uh-huh. 
That's why I had to I had to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. I, I'll check that out. I, I always like that kind of stuff. I'm a crafty person. Yeah, and and I hope it's like she she helps them with like like making like I don't know what's the word, what's the thing I'm looking for like scrapbooking kind of stuff and he's all like let's make things out of wood. I hope that's I hope that's how it goes. I, I yeah yeah I really hope that like he does the Ron Swanson character. Yes, it is on NBC so. Um, the, yeah, like, it's a, um, it's, what am I trying to say? Uh, the Parks and Rec is a NBC Yeah, they literally, product, so they, they, yeah. Yeah. It'd be it awesome. take place in Pawnee, even. Yes. I would watch all of that. No, but it is a reality yes, show, Yes, it right? is a reality oh, show. Okay, because it could be like a comedy mockumentary kind of a thing. I don't know. Um, the Great the, British Bake get, Off like, is... You know, stand-up comedians come on and be characters and everything. I haven't watched any of The Great British Bake Off. Is that is it a serious show? Is it a reality competition? It, it is. It's, it's a serious cooking show. Okay. Then, yeah, I, I suppose it is a real reality show. Real reality is a real reality show instead of a fake uh, reality show. Yeah, I actually would probably tune into that. I'll, I'll at least catch some of it. If not live, then on Hulu or something. Um, Netflix has a couple movies coming out soon. Yep, moving on to movies. Um, uh, have you seen any of these? Heard about any of these? There's... Uh, Extinction. I've, I've heard of that. Uh, yeah, so or at least I think I have. Uh, Extinction, I watched the trailer for it earlier. Uh, it has, uh, Michael Pena and Lizzie Kaplan, which I like both of them a lot. Yeah, I, I like, I like, uh, Michael Pena. I think that he's a, he's a funny guy. And what has Lizzie Kap- Kaplan been in? Um, uh, she was in, um, Now You See Me too. She was the girl that was added that. to that. Um, what else has she been in? Was she in Cloverfield? I haven't seen Cloverfield, so... I think she, she was, like, uh, she was the, the brooding girl in Cloverfield. I don't know. Uh, she's known for Now You See Me Too. She was in Mean Girls. Uh, did you ever... You're familiar with the show Masters of Sex at all? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, she was in that. Um, I don't know. I like her. I think she's cute. Um, let's see but- here. But yeah, it's it's a thirty more things she's yes yeah, she was in Cloverfield. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, she was the brooding girl. Okay. Um, but is it is it post apocalyptic or like invasion or something? I don't actually. know. It is. The trailer makes it look like he's dreaming the future. Okay. And then aliens attack, and so he's dreamed this all before, and he knows what's going to happen. So he's saving his family. Because... Oh, he's got insider information. Turns out he's an alien. Yeah, Call maybe. It. He's an alien. He was a deep sleeper that went too far asleep. <laughs> but that comes out on the 27th, I believe. Uh, on the 20th, you've got a Father of the Year. It's a David Spade movie. Now, is, it, is it produced by um, Happy Madison? I don't believe so. Okay, that... I mean, I asked just simply because I don't think David Spade has done anything other than 
Happy Madison produced things. Um. Because I think that uh, I think Adam Sandler's contract with Netflix is is officially up. He was contracted for I think six movies, and I think he's done all of those. Let's see here. I'll tell you a second. It is a Happy Madison production. Okay, so maybe this is the final thing of his. Maybe. Because I, I could have sworn that we've had at least six of them. Right. Or, or maybe they're just like gonna let. It's like he keeps cashing the checks, and it's like, well, like, <laughs> he gives his movies. Right. They're going month to month now. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's a subscription service. <laughs> Um, as for like big movies, Mamma Mia, here we go again, right? Is coming out on the 20th, and I never saw the first one, and I kind of have to ask why is the second one existing, right? Because the first one was based off of like a Broadway play, right? Uh, yes, is there a second Broadway play? No, so this is just a movie. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer a dozen times before movies I've seen. Yeah, I've, I've seen the trailer as well. So it's just, I just, I don't think anybody's wondering like, ooh, I wonder at what order they had se- she had sex with these three guys. No, this is, this is like, isn't it like the the daughter then being pregnant in the same spot that her mom was pregnant with? Well, I think it's the story of like how she came to be. And, yeah, so there's flashbacks and... Uh, yeah. I just I just like the... There's the one line, that's all I, I would need to see is the the whole... I told him, and I told him, and I told many, many people. <laughs> yes, yes, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I told... That's many. all I need from that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's got share in it. It's got, you know, it's got a great cast. It does. Um, but I just, I just don't know. It's, it's not really up my thing. I like musicals. I really like musicals, but for some reason, Mamma Mia never struck me as like something I need to see. And the sequel, I just, I just wondered, it's like, oh, well, I guess it made a lot of money. So they're doing this again. Yeah. Uh, I am looking forward to the equalizer too. I really liked the first one. Okay. I, th- I think that it's uh it's a solid dad movie. You know, it's just like you watch it and it's like. I'm going to take care of my kids, kind of a thing. Like I haven't seen the first one, so I don't even know what it's about. I it's, mean, it's about a guy, and he's living his quiet life. He works at a hardware store, and it's actually based upon a television series from I think the 70s or 80s. And uh, um, it turns out that you know that he gets pushed too far, and he pushes back, and it turns out that he's a former assassin or. Okay. Uh, highly trained CIA guy or something along those lines. And it goes kind of like Sherlockian where he's capable of processing like an, uh, an environment in seconds and capable of timing it to the second of how long it's going to take him to beat up these 12 guys and that okay. kind of thing. And this is, this is I think he's a Lyft driver <laughs> in this one. Okay. That, that's not a joke. I think that is actually the thing. Like he's going around and he's driving <laughs> people and it's like... He finds out, you know, he's picking up a girl that was beat up, so he goes inside to collect the money from the guy, and he just beats the crap out of him. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's starring uh, Denzel Washington, so, you know. Yeah. It's not, it's not you know, it's got a decent enough cast, and it's, it's usually passable action. So I definitely will check out 
The Equalizer 2. I don't... Man. My brain doesn't think of Denzel Washington as Denzel Washington anymore. When I hear about really? Denzel Washington, my brain's all like... Denzel Washington is the 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 celebrity that the girl in uh, Game Night didn't actually sleep with. And yes. That's, that's, that's all my brain thinks of when I think of Denzel Washington now. Yeah, I, I forgot about that little subplot, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that definitely was not Denzel Washington. Um, and talk about, you know, passable action and everything. The next Mission Impossible comes out. And I've seen this trailer so many times that I'm kind of tired of it already. Yeah, I, I've seen enough of the trailer as well. But, I, I think all of the I think big, the movie looks kind of good. It, it looks good, yeah. My favorite one so far has been um, Ghost Protocol of, like, the new batch. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like Rogue Nation that much. Um, but this one looks pretty good. But the thing is, I think I've seen all of the action scenes to the point where I don't think right. they're going to be entertaining, which is the problem of, like, just them always airing the same trailer and giving away too much information. Yeah. Um, also, Teen Titans Go, the uh, t- Teen Titans Go to the movies is coming out on the 27th. Right. Show. <laughs> and... Uh, and I I remember watching the Teen Titans, but I've not really seen any of the Teen Titans Go, which I think is the more kiddie version of it. Yeah. Like, I think it's so. a lot more uh, simple animation and I think simple story plots. And it's just, it's not for me. I think if I went to the theater there, I'd probably be the oldest person that doesn't have kids. Yeah. Like, at the movie theater there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you do and have kids. I, I do, but I'm not going to take them to see the Teen Titans Go movie. Right, and so you know, I, I bet you it'll be fine. But you should I don't know, watch some Teen Titans hate. Go and see if it's something your kids should be up for. I, I think that you just wait six months and it'll probably be on comedy or a Cartoon Network. Right. No, I'm 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 not saying you you need to take them to see Teen Titans Go to the movies. I'm just saying that maybe if it's young enough that your kids might be. Oh, like, they've seen a few episodes, and they? I, they're, just, they're just not good. Okay. Like, there was one episode, and I just I turned it off just simply because it's not that, like, subject matter. It's just, like, you girls deserve higher-quality television. Okay. It's, they're, just, they're just poor. I just, I don't, I don't think they're it's Fair worth enough. I'm just um, like, um, I don't know. Uh, I think if I had kids, I'd be wanting to introduce them to superheroes. And I don't know what the best way to do that is. Wonder Woman. Okay. I would actually, uh, probably within the next couple of years, let ZZ watch the Wonder Woman movie. Okay. I think that would be a really good introduction to her. But they've watched, like, um, oh, what is it? The the Ultimate Spider-Man animated series. Mm-hmm. And it's all right. It's, it's fine. It's a good introduction to them. Um, there is a crossover, actually, with those characters and Phineas and Ferb, which they actually love Phineas and Ferb. Uh, but that actually has been removed off of Netflix. And okay. So, uh, and so, uh, I don't know where you can actually see Wait, Phineas which, and Ferb. which has been, uh, Phineas and Ferb's been removed off of Netflix is what you're... It has, yeah. Okay. In which I actually, I, as an adult, I actually really like Phineas and Ferb, too. I think it's a really good, entertaining yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Um, they they have taken the the running joke to a really precise art form, and if you watch it and just keep watching it and keep watching it, you get these jokes that keep coming back, and 
it's it's every episode has the exact same formula where they start to do something, they get the idea to do something, their pet platypus disappears, they start to build it, the older sister tries to bust them, the platypus foils a evil doctor's plan. Yeah. And they've built and had fun with whatever it is, and then it disappears, and then the daughter is upset because she can't bust them. And then the platypus shows up. Every episode is that. Yeah. That exact thing. But the thing is, it's just very entertaining, and the art of the running joke is just awesome throughout it. Uh, I, I highly recommend Finney's and Ferb to anybody out there that really just loves really good writing. It's it's just it's an excellently written show. All right, I'm, uh, a, I'm but gonna coming out as Detective D and the Four Heavenly Kings, and I okay. really like the Detective D series. Have you seen any of those? I have no idea what you added that in there, and I'm like, what is this? This is like the third or fourth movie of this, but it's kind of like the the Chinese uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes. And okay. It's one of those things, like it's kind of like a whodunit, and you, you get to see this thing, but it's also a bit of fantasy mixed in with it. Like there's, you know, dragon people and magical potions and kinds of stuff like that, but. There's this one character that's the detective, and he just tries to figure it all out. And they're really good. If you like a nice uh, Chinese subtitled movie, okay, um, Detective D is a really solid one. They're just really well done. They're, it's kind of like uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is mashed up with uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock Holmes. Okay. So if, if that sounds interesting at all to you, then you'll enjoy those. I would, uh, I would prefer that it be... Dubbed instead of subtitled. Yeah, yeah I, I think but, you can get them dubbed, but uh, I've only ever seen them subtitled. Good. Um, I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'll, I'll, I'll look at that. Uh, apparently, it's available on Netflix. Uh, Detective D. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, uh, the first one was released in theaters, and then since then they've come out with like a Netflix thing. Okay. Um, but speaking of Netflix, uh, Orange is the New Black is returning this month, I think. Yeah, are you still watching that? Yeah, yeah, we're current with it. Okay. Um, Becca's not, and I'm definitely not. Uh, I, I, I kind of like caught little bits here and there when she was watching it and she's she stopped at like the beginning of the riot or the you know the 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 season that ends with the riot yeah this last season takes place just during the riot okay and so this is after the riot has finished uh that's where we're going to take off with these characters okay and it's going to be kind of weird because i think they're going to be moved to different prisons so we're really getting a split away from like the main character of piper chapman oh okay they're going to do that instead of just dropping people i mean she's still going to be in it she's still a main character but no I no really i mean like it. like they're going to follow the side characters to different different prisons instead they of... have been over the past two seasons they've been really building up side and tertiary characters and really giving them a lot of story arc and a lot of like background and a lot more airtime and it's not a bad thing but it's um it's starting to get too cluttered where I would not be surprised if, like, each different prison would get its own spin-off series. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Huh. 
I, I still like it. Like last season was all right. It was just um, it's it's definitely not the same. If you like the first season and then you skip to the last season, which I think was what third or fourth. Um, I don't know. I think it's the fifth season. That's the newest one, right? I think the new one, season six. Oh, well, then I, anyway, but if you jump from, like, the first to whatever the last season that aired, I think you would get really lost and you really wouldn't like it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just, I don't know, each character has its own story arc and gets a fleshed out story, and I really like that. You know, these even these background characters, at least, you know, they each have names. Mm-hmm. And I kind of appreciate that. Yeah, I also put down here that Cash Cab is coming back. Yeah, they have the same host? Yeah, same host. Oh, cool. I liked him. I, I have no idea what his name is or anything, but uh, I, I like him. Ben something. Kingsley. No. No? They look similar, but no. Affleck. No, Batman. Oh, it's Batman. No, it's that <laughs> kind of Cash Cab. Um... But uh, apparently Cash Cab came back. They're coming back for, like, another season here. Like, it came back from it being, you know, what it was into, like, a new thing where they have guests um, get into the car with the people and and travel with them answering questions. Okay, like a... Like a, like like a, a celebrity guest, yes. So it's celebrity Cash Cab? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, I, I only saw, like, the original one where they pick up partially drunk people. Right. Hide them with flashing lights. Like, I watched, like, the last episode that aired in, like, December earlier this evening. And, um, and it had, like, some guy that was, like, from The Sopranos or something. I can't remember who he was. Um, but yeah, like, he didn't, he didn't add a whole lot to the show, but... But it's like they pick somebody up and then they're like, hold on, hold on. And they like shove somebody into the car with them and and they're all like, you're so-and-so. It's got to be awkward also if they, the person does not recognize the celebrity that shoved into the car with them. <laughs> oh, hi, you. Right. Hey, you. Hey, it's you. It's you. You were in that thing with that person. No, that was a different guy. Uh, uh, um... Oh man, it just makes me think of the, the line from uh, from Bob's Burgers, and you haven't seen it, uh, where yeah. like uh, it's it's like an alternate reality sort of story, sort of thing, where like if if Bob didn't have his mustache, and so like she like sees him and, and says, "Oh hey, it's you," and like later he's all like, "Wait, I remember you." And she's like, yes, that's why I said, hey, it's you. And he's like, but you could literally say that to anyone and it would still be true. It's very true. <laughs> hey, there you are. Do I know you? No, but there you are. Right. Which is a quote from Austin Powers, the is spy it? who shagged me. That's right. Uh, uh, you watching jokes. anything good? Um, I'm watching a lot of, a lot of junk. <laughs> good yeah. a lot of it um i've watched like single episodes or episodes here and there well well becca watches things and some of it's good some of it's not 
Um, like, I, I watched Glow. I watched the first episode because you, you gave me a reason to. Yeah. And, um, I watched another episode of Glow as well. And I watched the last three episodes of the second season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good to know that you're, you're covering the bases. Uh, but what I saw was pretty solid. It's a really good show. It's really well acted. It's a good storyline. Uh, Mark Marin is really excellent in that. If uh, you've ever heard the uh, WTF podcast, um, he hosts that, and he is just excellent in Glow. Wait, which character is that? He's the director. Okay. I, I can't remember his name. Sam? I have no idea. Have you, you haven't watched season two yet, right? I have not. No, I've I've finished the first season though, and it was good. Okay. Like uh, they could have ended it on the first season, and I think that would have been fine. But I'm glad that it's gotten a second season. I've heard from people that it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Continues on with it. They uh, they get ended after the second season as well, but I don't know. They, they can also do more. So yeah, I think it's I think it's whether or not they can get the like the main actors back. Right. Kind of a thing. Um, I've I've been rewatching a lot of old stuff, but like the newest stuff that I watched is I've watched more episodes of Luke Cage, and I, I've come to the conclusion that Misty Knight, the the main detective in the show, mm-hmm. is just a bad cop. Like not like bad cop, like dirty cop. Right. But she is always wrong with her theories. <laughs> and they've done this thing. Um, I don't know. Do we want to do a little bit of a spoiler discussion? Of Luke Cage, yeah. Okay, I mean we we, well, we can. In in at, at some point she loses her arm, and that becomes a big defining moment of her character. And obviously the actress didn't lose her arm or anything, but the character has a, an arm missing, and she ends up getting a prosthetic, and it's supposed to be the super awesome high tech prosthetic. It just looks like she's wearing a black glove with things glued on it. Really? It just looks poor. And it's like, they could have taken a little bit of the CGI budget they used to remove her arm throughout the beginning of the series to maybe at least remove parts of it so it looked like at least it was a prosthetic. Okay. And it's just a frustrating thing, and her character is just frustrating. Um, But I still am liking it. I like a lot of the secondary characters and I think I'm going to continue watching it. Speaking of people who lose their arm and then get nifty upgrades, uh, Becca's been watching Voltron. Becca, Becca watched all of Voltron. Okay. And I watched maybe a third of it here and there. I watched the first couple episodes of it, and I really did not like it. No. I don't I, like mechs very much. Yeah. I thought it was too angsty and too teenagey. So I I don't know. I I, I liked a lot. Like like what I saw, I liked it a lot. Um like, I I, I didn't Voltron. like that they reuse the same animation every time that they form Voltron and it lasts like forty five seconds. Yeah. But yeah, other I, than a, that it's a whole back to the original series and everything. Yeah. I just, I didn't like it. I didn't think that it was written very well. Uh, so, 
I don't know, but I didn't watch much of it. But then again, it didn't grab me enough to keep going. So, so the the animation group, whatever, whoever does Voltron, are the same people who did Avatar and Legend of Korra. So okay. I've got Becca watching Avatar. Yeah, the Avatar. Avatar is excellent. Avatar is an excellent television series. Wait, she saw the movie. Uh-huh. And not the television series. Uh-huh. You break up with her right now. You leave that house. <laughs> Get out, man. Get out now. Get out quickly. These people cannot be trusted. Their decision making <laughs> process is really up to question. I, I really, really fear for you right now. Get out, dude. Just get out now. But um, yeah. So I got her watching that. We're like, I don't know, like seven or eight episodes in. And, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying watching that again. I have rewatched the the three-part ending of that series probably more times than I've watched, like, any individual episode because it is just so well-written. It is an excellent show, and it is amazing that M. Night Shyamalan ruined it because all you have to do is basically go plot to plot. Yeah. And you could have came out with something passable. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the movie, so uh, I don't. Don't, know. Okay. don't, just don't. There's, <laughs> there's no redeeming factors. There's no reason to see it. the 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 fight scenes are bad. Uh, they've changed a lot of plots. Uh, they're cramming the entire first season, like the entire Book of Water, right, into an hour and a half episode or an hour twenty minutes. And it's just bad. And they mispronounce all the characters' names because it's more accurate to pronounce them this way. No, we literally watched a television series where we heard their names pronounced. It's it's Ang. It's not Ing or anything along those lines. Really? Yes. And oh, and the only cre- the only people who can actually bend things are the Airbenders because you actually have to have whatever it is around. Like Firebenders, they have to have fire around to firebend. Yeah. Like you, so the firebenders have to have all of these cauldrons of fire around; otherwise, they are powerless. Oh, you mean in the in the in, movie? in, the, in the movie? Hmm. Because in the television series, they just punch and fire comes out. They do, yeah. And you know, and it just it just makes it so. It's like, how did these people get to be the dominant elements? I mean, you literally just take away fire. And they are powerless. They're just doing weird kung fu moves. <laughs> have you have you um, seen Legend of Korra? I have seen some of it. I didn't watch all of it. Um, it's so I was good. watching it on Hulu or something, and I watched. I I can't really recall. I, I like the first season, maybe the first two seasons. Oh, uh, when she when she got out of the spirit world. So I guess the end of the second season. Okay. Um, so I I think there's what three seasons? To yeah, it? there's three seasons. Three books or whatever. Yeah. And so I've not finished it. It's pretty good. Yeah, it it was good. I just haven't gotten around to picking it back up. I don't think it was on any of the mediums like, that I was. I think after watching Avatar, we'll probably watch Legend of Korra again. Which Becca watched with me while I watched it. I just, I wish, um, I, it was good, but I would like to see also a series that takes place on the in-between, like, from in the middle of the two events, like, while Aang's still alive. Like, old Aang? Up, uh, yeah, like, old Aang. Okay. 
I'd like to see more of that, I think. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of old stuff. I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine with my wife. I rewatched mm-hmm. the third season of Rick and Morty because they're now officially writing new episodes. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for new Rick and Morty. Yeah, it'll come out like in three or four years. But, right. you know, other than that, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I did watch something on Netflix. It's called Chef vs. Science. It's just, I thought it was a series, but it's just one 40-minute episode. Okay. And it's this scientist who is all like, I want to prove whether or not art, or uh, whether or not cooking is an art or a science. And I immediately said, after he said this, it's like, it's both. And so it's a competition between him, who's trying to use these new gastro-molecular right, yeah. uh, techniques, and a person who has a three-star Michelin uh, restaurant, the Cordon Bleu. And it's like, which tastes better, this or this? And all of his techniques are really good techniques, but like he's not adding any flavor to anything. He's not adding butter. He's not adding cream. He's not adding you know anything that actually adds flavor to food. Mm-hmm. It's like... Across the board, of course, the Cordon Bleu chef is going to produce the better tasting food. Your technique is quicker. It's more interesting. But, like, across the board, it was just like, what? why does this exist? I, I just thought there was going to be more of it. Hmm. So, in the same line of cooking shows on Netflix, I've been watching more of Cooking on High. Has it gotten any better for you? Um, it's it's okay. You're, you're in uh, Michigan. I, mean, I guess you can be getting high right now. They have medical up there, don't they? I believe so. So get high and watch it. See their their uh, legalization is going to be on the ballot in November. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, you, you've got glaucoma. You can go get some pot, right? I, uh, I've I've got mental health issues that. Yeah, there you go. That's that's me. definitely on the ballot. That's yeah. Definitely. Something that qualifies. So yeah, you go. You get yourself some medical pot, mm-hmm. and then you watch the show, and you just see if it's any better. So yeah, no. Um, they uh, I didn't realize it because they don't point it out. But the the formula is they have two cooks, two chefs, and one of them is like professional cook with weed chef, and the other one is just like professional chef. Oh, that's just so happening to use the ingredient of pot? Yeah. Okay. And um, and, and you would think that the one that actually cooks with weed professionally would win every time, and they don't. <laughs> no. No, a, good, a good chef just knows how to make things taste good. Also, I was watching the second episode, and, like, a uh, guy comes out, and, oh, the guy... The the one guy one of them wins, and they they declare that he's a three time winner on cooking on high. On the second episode, so they're they're so, airing them out of order. So he shows up on another know. episode, and I was like, I wonder who's gonna win. <laughs> and he yeah. lost. Seriously. Yes. <laughs> so there's either a lost episode. Or there's going to be an episode like nine episodes down where he's going to win, right? So, <laughs> yeah. or two of them. So, so, not only, so not only is the panel who's like the judges are high, but their editing crew is high <laughs> as well. Okay, good to know. 
Good to know. Um, uh, you've also been watching like uh, other pop movies. You've been watching Super Troopers, right? Yeah. So um, I uh, I decided I was going to watch Super Troopers and Super Troopers Two um, last weekend, and um, I hadn't watched Super Troopers in a long time, and it it it, it still holds up. It's pretty good. I, yeah, I still enjoy Super Troopers. I, I enjoy it a lot. Super Troopers 2, um, I think the second half was really funny. I did not like the first half of the movie really at all. So yeah, setting up the Canadian movie. stuff. Um, but yeah, once they finally got to like their angst, like all of their hijinks, yep. shenanigans, it was it was funny. But uh, I don't know. And also Farva with the radio. That, that I, I was laughing pretty <laughs> hard throughout all of that. Um but yeah, Super Troopers 1 is still definitely solid. It's definitely solid through my book. Um, you're also catching up. Did you did you see the new Jurassic World, or have you just... I saw the first one. I've okay. not seen the new one yet. So what did you think of Jurassic World? I liked it a lot. You liked it a lot? Yeah. I did. Like, more than I thought I was going to. Like, I, Becca turned it on, was all like, here, you said you wanted to watch this. And I was like, okay. And, like, I... Uh, I set up with a laptop so I could do computer things while I was watching it, and I found myself watching the movie instead of doing laptop things, and so that tells I me think, it was a good movie. I think that until the end, it was really good, and then there's this whole suspension of disbelief, like, why are they running along the same direction that this raptor and this T-Rex are going in? Or the, this uh, this yeah. I-Rex and the raptor and all this, the T-Rex are all going. Like, they just kept putting the humans into the situations. Like, no, you'd run the other way. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And that poor that poor assistant, she she didn't ask for that kind of a death. Like, they could have made her more villainous. Right. To justify that harsh of a death. But I guess dinosaurs just don't give a fuck. True. I like that they, um, that they said that, like, they're, they're adding DNA from, like, normal animals yeah. and, and how, like, the, the dinosaurs the don't, yeah. Of, of the reason why all these people are like, you know, dinosaurs don't even look that way. Right. Those dinosaurs aren't even from the Jurassic period. They're more like from the Cretaceous period. It's like, yeah, we know. We're trying to make an entertainment theme park here. Right. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one line. Um, I'm actually planning on seeing, um, what is it, Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World's... Fallen Kingdom. What's that, Fallen Kingdom? Yep. Um, I plan on seeing that this next week. That's, that's I, was, my... I was supposed to see it tonight, and then um, like we got in at like 4.30 in the morning, and we woke everybody up when we got in, and everybody's been up since 4.30 in the morning. I wanted to go to like a 9 o'clock movie, and they were all like, nope, too tired. Too tired. <laughs> Not gonna happen. So uh, we may go see that tomorrow instead. Um, but yeah, I'll probably have that watched by the next time, and you will as well, so we can talk about it. Definitely, yeah. Um, when it comes to new movies, I saw Ant Man and Wasp, and it was good. Was it? Yeah, it was good. Um, they pulled a lot of punches with the villain for some reason. Um, so that we just didn't hate the villain as much. I don't know why they've been doing that. Like with, uh, like with Thanos, they're just trying to give like a different perspective of like, there's reasons behind them being bad, you know? Okay. And it just makes me be like, 
I don't know why they're in this movie and doing things. Like, it was one of those things also of, like, if you just sit down and actually communicate with one another, then there's no conflict. But because you're both just fighting each other, you can't come to a conclusion of, like, hey, we just need to do this, and then we can do this. Okay. And it's just a frustrating thing in that sense. But it's very funny. Um, um, What's-his-face? Um, Michael Pena? Michael Pena is actually... He's only all right in this. They could have had more Pena. Okay. I, I think that it was like Pena light. It's, uh, it was good. Like The parts that he was in definitely were really funny. Um which but, uh, which made me when I when I heard about him being in Extinction, I was like, is this going to be like Mars Attacks sort of funny? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a comedy thing, and it yeah. was not. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's all good, and Evangelina, she's really good, and um, they just have a really solid cast. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, the trailer did not spoil too much. That's good. And so it is, it is. It was a step up, because I was really worried that, like, most of the plot was going to be given away by the trailer, and it was not. It's, uh, there was plenty of movie, like, the trailer really covers, like, the first half of the movie, I'd say. Okay. And so, uh, so it's good. And I have to also say, don't stick around, don't wait around if you don't want to for the end credits. Uh, the the post credit scene uh, doesn't actually matter, really. Right. There's, there's, like, a pre-credit scene that's I think really crucial to watch, but the post-credit scene doesn't do anything. Like you'll wait for five minutes for absolutely nothing. Okay. I mean, there's still one there, though, right? There is. It's a Marvel movie, of course. There's an in-credit right. scene, but so, they don't want to spoil anything. They don't want to give away too much information. Right. But I'll uh, I'll still hang out and I'll I'll watch something stupid. You know, like Howard the Duck. It's it's even stupider than that. Really? It's it's just really stupid. It's really pointless. I mean, it's one of those laugh kind of a moments. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like uh, the, the shawarma restaurant. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. It's, it's like that. It's just it's something funny that doesn't add anything. Uh, but it's, it's really just pointless. It's just really pointless. And I'm not going to spoil it because there's some people that really enjoy that little last laugh. But, right, yep. Uh, it's, it's just really pointless. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't add anything. It's just a waste of time. I really wish I would have gotten up and just walked out and made it to my car just five minutes earlier. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I rewatched Logan here recently, and and so keeping with the whole Marvel thing, and it was good. I watched it with my wife, and she she enjoyed it a lot. Had she not seen it before? No, we're going to actually rewatch uh, all the superhero movies. She wants to rewatch the Marvel Cinematic Universe again. Like, Didn't oh, you guys the... just finished that? Uh, we we actually were shy. We haven't seen Black Panther, mm-hmm. and I think that's the only one that's been released that we haven't seen. And okay. It's not available on any of our streaming services right now. Yeah, that's um, like it. I think it just came out for download. Like, and I don't think you can rent it yet. No, no, you can't. Well, actually, no, I think you can. You can probably buy it, at least. Yeah, you can You can buy it, but I don't think you can rent it yet. But, yeah, it's not available it's, on any they, of the They have a weird window there where you things become available for download for purchase only, and then yeah. they become available for download for rental. So you're uh, paying, like, $20 to 
see it immediately. Yeah, yeah, I just but I, you own it. I say yeah. with quotation marks because it's right. in the cloud. Oh yeah, yeah. There've been a lot of issues with that too. Like people, like people losing things from their library because the streaming service no longer carries it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. I uh, remember how we were talking about the the comedy lineup. Uh, yeah. Did you watch any of that? I watched there like eight episodes. and I watched like six of them. Wow. Did you binge them or? I know. I. Uh, I watched like one. The first one I watched was really good. Uh, and I didn't watch them in order. I haven't even watched the first one. Okay. Um, because Becca does not like stand-up comedy. And I was like, okay, we're going to pick one that I think you're going to be okay with. And I picked a great one. And then nice. from there, it was kind of up and down. But that's stand-up comedy for you. And um, But it's... It's not a, it's not a bad little watch. They're they're fifteen minute segments, and you can you can pop in one and watch it, and and then pop out and come back to it later when you're in the mood for some stand up. Okay, yeah. Uh, me and the wife we like to sit down and watch stand up comedians, so we'll definitely check that out. That's been on like the to do list. We've just been watching other things. And uh, I checked out the okay, so I checked out half of the first episode of that TKO show. And, okay. Yeah. Um, reporting back on that, uh, it's not terrible. Okay. Um, which I wanted it to be, but it's not. Uh, like Kevin Hart is decent, and uh, it's it's wipeout like in that they've got a course and people fall off and it's funny. Uh, but you've also got uh, there's five players. And they all take a tri- they all take a trip through the course, and uh, whoever has the best time wins like fifty grand or something like that. And, really? Um, and the other four players are doing things to knock you off the course while you're doing it. There's four different sections, and you've got like one person for each section, like trying to do things. Like like the first one shoots like giant like Nerf balls at you. While you're trying to climb on this wall, and okay. then um, like the second one has like uh, you're you're doing like a a weird shaped balance bar sort of thing, and they're throwing frisbee giant frisbee things at you, and things like that. It's, it's, it's Mario Party. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good to know. It's live action Mario Party. Now, is that on a streaming service or is that on? I I had to authenticate with cable. To be able to watch it, but you can probably you can get it for CBS All Access. So for okay. six dollars a month, it'll be on okay, CBS All Access. More if it was available streaming anywhere. It's it's mostly traditional, but okay. since CBS puts all their stuff on CBS All Access, then it's available there. I'm sure. Yeah, so I might be able to watch it on my computer, but definitely not on my stick. Um, there, there's. There's a CBS All Access app. You just it's gonna cost you six bucks. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> uh you can watch Star Trek Discovery that way too. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that either. Alright, fair enough. Um let's see here. Tonight I watched How It Ends. Uh which is a Netflix movie that released uh this past Friday. 
Uh, we're recording this on Saturday night, so this is it, it released yesterday. Okay, so was it good? Um, yes. The, okay. the ending was watch. not that good. So it how it ends did not end well. Right. Okay. And, and you're sitting there going, "How are they going to end this?" Um. And apparently, they just don't. But uh, yeah, they just don't. Okay. That's setting up. Is it setting up for like a sequel? Does it not end? Um, uh, I don't think it's really setting up for a sequel. I think they mean it to be open-ended. Okay. Yeah, they'll, they'll go for a sequel. Um, but it has, um, the guy from, uh, Divergent. Have you seen those series, that series of movies? I, I am too old. Okay. I Becca watched them, likes them. So we saw them together in the theater. Yeah, it's like a so, more sci-fi version of Hunger Games, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, but like, uh, he's he's from that, and he's it's also got Forrest Whitaker. Okay, and yeah. uh, what it is is like he's he lives in Seattle with his girlfriend, but he flies to Chicago to ask for her father's blessing to get married. And then all this stuff happens and like everybody loses power and like magnetic poles are going crazy and um like all sorts of post apocalyptic stuff and he's yeah and he's he and the back to her, right? He, yeah, he and the father are like road tripping back to Seattle and it's not a buddy flick. Okay. <laughs> so he kills the father. But like it's um, it's pretty good. Okay, I'll check that out. I like uh, I like post-apocalyptic or apocalyptic movies, and actually, Sarah actually tends to as well. So I might actually even be able to convince her to see that. Um, I mean, it's definitely like R-rated sort of movie, but yeah, she doesn't have issue with that. Okay, not usually. Um. Like yeah. her favorite, her favorite movie of all time would be a post-apocalyptic fish out of water story. I okay, think. you just you're aware of like the fish out of water trope, right? Yeah, like Thor or something along those lines. But she really likes post-apocalyptic as well. So if you mix the two of those, those would be like the perfect thing. Like, um, like time traveler ends up in a post, uh, like, uh, um, idiocracy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Time traveler and he's a fish out of water in a post-apocalyptic world. That okay. kind of stuff really, really, really works for her. Um, yeah. So let's see here. Anything else on my list? Uh, nothing that matters. Uh, I watched the first episode of Kiss Me First, which is uh, it was a British show that's now a Netflix original, and it's um, Ready Player One, the television series, right? Yeah, and it's. It's a little too Britishy weird for me. Okay, I thought about checking that out sometime. It's I don't think you'll like it either. Okay, um, I might give it an episode. Like, like you know how um, what was that with the with the the psychopath kid that wasn't psychopathic. The what? The psycho... 
the 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 the, the kid that was all like looking to murder somebody, and then once oh. he actually murdered somebody, was all like, "No, I'm not like that." Yeah. What was that show? Uh, I can't remember. I've blocked that out because um, I really hated that move that show. Yeah, if you hated that show, then you're definitely not gonna like Kiss Me First. Okay. Like it's got the same sort of feel to it. End of the fucking world. Was yeah, that it? that's it. Yeah, yeah. I I did not like the last half of End of the Fucking World. It dropped the comedy pretense of it's like a dark comedy, and it's just like no, it's just dark. Yeah. Um. Like Kiss Me First is kind of pretty, I guess, but other than that, it's it's not. Okay. Um. I don't know. So yeah. Um, but I, I actually have been watching, I don't know if it's BBC originally, uh, but I think it's, um, it's, it's a Hulu original series and it's Harlots. Mm-hmm. You actually started watching that? Yeah. I've seen two episodes now and it's kind of like, uh, the R rated version of Downton Abbey. Okay. Did you know they're supposed to be making a Downton Abbey movie? Why? I don't know. I don't know if they, did they wrap things up nicely in the series? I mean... Kind of. I mean, I didn't. I've we're two episodes. I think shy of finishing the series. Okay. But I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Like I, I think I read earlier today that they, 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 they've like got the original cast together to do a movie. I don't know how I feel about that. I just, I don't understand why. I think that it's coming to a nice conclusion, and even if it doesn't, it's just like. Timeline-wise, it's supposed to take place in the real world and everything, you know? I don't know. I, I guess they're just trying to get, uh, what is it, Maggie Smith? Mm-hmm. Before she's she dies. Her, they're just trying to get her on camera as much as she can before she dies. Yeah. She's a national oh. treasure. She she is, yes. Just but, you different know. nation. Just different nation, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I said nation. Different nation. She's a national treasure. I'd gnash her all over the place. Um, um, yeah, Harlots is it's all right so far. Um, it's about like a, a cat house in Britain, and it came out like the very first episode. The first statistic is like uh, during this time period, one in five women would sell their bodies for money. Okay, and it's like that is a lot of prostitution. Okay. Like one in five women in all of Britain would do that, and I don't know. It's 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 entertaining to the point where I don't know. It's just um, I don't see how the series goes, and it's got a couple like frustrating side characters, but in general, it's got uh, actually the actress that played Sybil from Downton Abbey, the youngest of the sisters. Mm-hmm. So apparently, if you die in uh, uh, pre-depression. Britain, then you go to 1800s and become a prostitute. Yes. So, you know, I guess that's what happened to Matthew in Downton Abbey, too. I haven't seen him. He hasn't shown up yet, but I assume he's going to be a male prostitute. Okay. Um, but I like the show so far. Um, it's It's just got just enough boobies and just enough good writing to keep me going. Hulu does boobies? Yeah, this one does. That's why I don't know if it was originally Hulu. It is a Hulu original. 
It is a Hulu original. Yep. But it is it is R rated. It's it's got nudity and sexual acts and everything. Okay. Uh, I guess they're going for the HBO style original. Yeah. I, I think there might have been nudity in um Handmaid's Tale as well. Okay. So it's not the first instance of it. But it definitely has like an HBO feel to it, like Harlots does. Like Sarah walked in as I was watching it, and she's all like, "Oh, isn't this that uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal show?" And I was like, "No, I think that's like Deuces or Deuce Wild or something like that." But that's oh, like yeah. an HBO series about prostitutes. Okay. So this is these people. This is uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's great 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 grandmother. <laughs> but it's it's been good so far. It's it's written really well. I like the 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 setting and everything. Um, but I just, I don't know how it's going to continue keep going on. Like, it's one of those things where I think I can lose interest really easily. Okay. Their, their ratio of, like, boobies to... Right. Uh, to boobies. Interesting drama. Uh, it, it can be skewed really easily. Alright. But yeah, that, uh, that wraps up everything that I've seen recently that doesn't, you know, it's not like a G-rated cartoon. Yeah. Oh! Actually, no. I, I've watched uh, four episodes of um, Steven Universe. Okay. Does that and wrap it's it up? Good. Or... It's really good. I mean, is that all the new ones that you... Have you seen all the new ones, or are you still... I think there's... Because they were released uh, two episodes back-to-back, and so I think there's one more 30-minute uh, episode, which is actually two episodes that I haven't seen. Okay. I have being completed. Uh, but it's really good. It's got some really good lines and um, um, really good character development, and it's it's really tight writing. They've really gotten their writing style down. And I can't recommend it enough. It is just excellent and beautiful and magical, and just do it. Just watch it. Just watch all of it. Binge <laughs> as much of it as you can until you're done, and then ask for more. Maybe someday. Yeah. Uh, that wraps up everything that I've seen recently. All right. Um, I don't really have any more to add myself, so I yeah. think we're uh, we're out of things here. Um, yeah. So find us on Media Monday Show on Facebook and MediaMondayShow.com. And uh, please join our Fantasy Movie League, uh, Fantasy Movie. Show, or, uh, I'm sorry, Media uh, Monday Show. Um, the Fantasy Movie League. Password is Gino, G-E-N-O. And uh, feel free to email us at MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what you're watching. Uh, uh, let us know if you think there's anything that we should watch or if you have a differing opinion on something that we said. We'd like to hear it, and we'll give uh, we'll give your comment a little bit of airtime next time, and we'll yeah. address it. And um, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, wherever you uh, download our show. I, I heard somewhere that like people look at the reviews like that, but they don't read actual reviews. Like, they don't. They don't care what people have to say. They just care how many stars they put. So, give us a five star yeah. review, and it should pop up on my thing, and we can give you a shout out. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll we'll let you pick a movie and force us to watch it or something. Okay. I'm I'm just. If that, that may not scale very well. 
Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, just seriously. We'll we'll figure out a way. We'll okay. figure out. life finds a way. <laughs> Go to movies. But uh, thank you all for tuning in, and catch us in two weeks. And until then, bye-bye. Bye.